to Error Code 404. I'm your host, Justin Bannister, and on this show, I will be bringing you the latest in tech and gaming news and reviews. On today's show, I'm going to be talking about Diablo 3, Crisis 3, and the current state of the sequel to Bulletstorm. On top of that, I'm going to be talking about Dolby's new 3D TV that requires no glasses, Asus's new line of laptops, and Valve Software spilling the beans about their new wearable computers. Also, I will be reviewing the Kindle Fire and a game for iPhone called Call of Many Zombies. Gaming News Blizzard is inviting more than a quarter of a million additional testers to try out Diablo 3 ahead of the game's release next month. Gamers can check their Battle.net account to see if they've received a license. If selected, players can download the beta client and hop into the game in front of its May 15th release date. Blizzard warned that Diablo 3 beta testers may experience a series of issues related to the large amount of invites it is sending. A statement from Blizzard read, Keep in mind that with such a large amount of invites for our test hardware, we fully expect a strong possibility of stress test issues such as an inability to log in, disconnections, and potential lag. We will also be testing our queuing system, which you may see when attempting to enter a game. Diablo 3 will launch next month without its multiplayer player versus player arena component. That part of the game will be delivered digitally to gamers at a later date via a patch. Diablo 3 is the first title in the series since 2001's Diablo 2 Lord of Destruction expansion and will add a variety of new features, character classes, and a new auction house system designed as a new way for the company to pull revenues from the game. ElectronicArtsOrigin.com has posted on their product pages the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and PC versions of Crisis 3. The product page for Crisis 3 shows a nano suit wearing soldier wielding what appears to be an advanced bow and arrow set. The character stands in front of a city environment, hinting that the third entry will return to the urban setting of Crisis 2 instead of the original game's tropical locale. An EA representative said to expect more details on Crisis 3 on April 16th. Last month, Crytek revealed that it would announce a new AAA title in April. Details were thin at the time, with Crytek General Manager Nick Button Brown saying the title will be a big budget game for consoles and PCs. A third entry in Crisis series comes as little surprise following on 2007's highly regarded original. Crisis 2 scored a solid critical reception upon its release in 2011 and went on to ship more than 3 million units. Epic Games president Mike Capps confirmed this week that work began on a Bulletstorm follow-up before developer People Can Fly shifted to a new project. He was quoted saying, we thought a lot about a sequel and had done some initial development on it, but we found a project that we thought was a better fit for People Can Fly. We haven't announced that yet, but we will be announcing it pretty soon. Regarding the original, Cap said the foul-mouthed first-person shooter didn't live up to publisher Electronic Arts' expectations. Tech news. Dolby helped the 3D revolution happen in movie theaters years ago and now has teamed up with Philips to do the same for TVs, tablets, laptops, and phones. The two companies have created a format and content delivery technology dubbed Dolby 3D to bring high-definition 3D content to any and all devices with 3D displays, including those that don't require glasses. Its secret sauce automatically optimizes video for different screen sizes and also upgrades half-resolution 3D to full res. The idea is to provide both broadcasters and OEMs with a way to deliver 3D HD content to customers buying Dolby 3D devices while remaining compatible with existing 3D gadgets. The ASUS Transformer Pad 300 is getting closer to bringing its watered-down prime flavor to store shelves. As PC World Reports, a spokesman confirmed it will begin shipping April 22nd. What they could not confirm was the price, although there are pre-orders out there for $399 already. The 300 brings the same Tigra 3 processor as the Prime, but matches it with a standard IPS display, optional LTE, and only 16GB of built-in storage, as well as 10 hours of battery life. 
When Michael Abrash started working for Valve, he expected the higher-ups to hand him a pile of work and tell him to hop to it. They didn't. Instead, he was told to figure out the most valuable thing he could do for the company, and then do it. So Abrash wound up kicking off an in-house R&D project for wearable computers, and according to a recent blog post, is looking to expand his research team. Abrash is quick to put a lid on rumors of Steam glasses, however, and warns readers not to expect any big reveals at E3. He said this is just an initial investigation to a very interesting and promising space and is more research than development. Tech Review. Okay, so lately I've been playing around with uh, the new Kindle Fire. So if you guys don't know what that is, it's Amazon's new type of e-reader. This is their first one where it's in color and because the previous Kindles have been black and white and you haven't been able to do a whole lot besides just reading. Where this one, Amazon's trying to go for more not so far as tablet, but more of just the ultimate e-reader killer. So first thing to note is that the color for the Kindle Fire is absolutely fantastic. I read a lot of comics and stuff, which is, you know, ho, 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 you know, you're, you're using an e-reader for reading comics. Well, you know, I read a lot of comic books, I, though I still read books and stuff too. The problem with uh, the Kindle Fire though that maybe it's just me and I don't like to pay for things is that for some reason you're not able to take the previous books that you have from like maybe other sources and put it onto there. I would have really liked that so I didn't have to go and find other sources to go and you know convert my books onto the e-reader. Another thing that's different about the uh, the Kindle Fire is uh, that you can actually download apps for your Kindle as well. So, you know, if you get tired of just reading books and comic books and stuff, you can go and download Netflix, you know, watch a movie or something, or you can even download games. Like, I've been playing a lot of uh, Fruit Ninja and Dead Space and stuff like that, and with the screen being the size that it is, it's about a 7-inch screen, uh, it's really easy to play the more casual stuff like you know fruit ninja and angry bird so if you're more of the the casual type gamer it's holds up pretty well there's sometimes there's a little bit of slowdown when you're playing games that are a little more graphically intense like i downloaded a game called asphalt 6 which is more of like a uh like a burnout style racing game and at some points you know the game kind of takes a little bit for it to load up but for the most part though it plays pretty well and when I started using the Kindle Fire, I felt like it had a little bit of a learning curve. It didn't really tell you what to do. I'm not used to, you know, a device not coming with, like, a little bit of instructions. I, you know, I looked up, though, how to, you know, bookmark and stuff because, you know, I never used a Kindle before in my entire life. So this was something that was just completely new to me, which I found out, you know, you just have to click it and then, you know, it has a little invisible bookmark and stuff, so it was a lot easier and I just was not paying attention. The one gripe that I do have with the Kindle Fire though is that the web browser for it is pretty slow and I'm like Netscape, you know, dial up feeling slow. Like, okay, come on, come on, load up the picture, come on. You know, it's not like, you know, other tablets, you know, being able to go through things really smoothly. It's not meant for that, you know. The overall goal for it is somebody that likes to read books and plays the occasional Angry Birds game. So if you're somebody who is a hardcore reader, it's a pretty good buy. Game Review. 
So if you're a big fan of zombie shooting games like myself and you have a iPod or iPhone, then there is a game that you really need to check out. It's called Call of Many Zombies. And basically, what you do in this game is, well, you shoot zombies. It's one of those games where you, you kill a whole bunch of stuff, you get some money, and you buy little upgrades, you know, until eventually you become a non-stop killing machine. When the game first came out, there were only a couple maps, but there have been updates and stuff with, uh, you know, I think there were at about nine or ten maps it's definitely very in the map selection there you have different types of enemies you have your standard enemies you know which are green zombies and then to show that they're stronger they'll be purple so there's different types of these green and purple enemies there's the standard zombie there is the boomer type thing where it will come up to you and explode um, there's one where that spits acid at you um, there's another one that is considered the tank and it will constantly try and demolish you and then there's also rabbit dogs as well and it, they said on the website that they are going to be adding more enemies and stuff too so that's definitely another thing to look forward to the game's a dollar it is a steal the graphics for the game are pretty good um, they're very cartoony ish which is kind of funny to me when you start shooting things and just blood starts spraying all over the place the game runs smooth for the most part about 80% of it runs pretty smoothly there are times where you do get the slowdown when there's a ton of enemies coming at you it will slow down a little bit but they are patching it up once again to make it so that it doesn't slow down as much and they've also announced that they are doing a co-op multiplayer so you know if you have a friend that has a dollar and they have an iPhone or an iPod there you go um, I have not gotten to check out the mode yet but it looks pretty awesome judging from the trailer the game doesn't have a story which to me isn't really that big of a deal because it's it's a portable game I don't really care for a story when it comes to just you just go and kill a whole bunch of zombies so there you you go. If you're looking for something that's a little bit of a, a fun alternative to the the average Angry Birds game or whatever, you just want to destroy a whole bunch of zombies, check out Call of Many Zombies. If you haven't yet subscribed to the show, rate the show and leave a comment in the comment section below telling me how much you love or hate the show and what you would like to see in next week's episode. This has been Error Code 404 and I'll see you guys next week.